You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today we're going to talk about the role of the dark night of the soul in human metamorphosis. The dark night of the soul is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I've done several podcasts, articles, and videos on the topic and written a book called Rebirth, Traversing the Dark Night of the Soul. I've assisted many people through their personal dark night and I've gone through several of my own. This is a topic I know well and I love to talk about because I believe that the dark night of the soul is like a human metamorphosis, transforming us from a caterpillar to the butterfly. Although this is a difficult and painful process, it's nonetheless beautiful, magical, and powerful. Once we go through the dark night of the soul, we're never the same. We can't go back to being a caterpillar. I'm currently taking a class by Andrew Harvey, who's addressing the current global dark night of the soul that we are going through. He tells us we're in the beginning stages. Back in 2018, I did a podcast called The Collective Dark Night of the Soul. I saw this coming. I knew we were headed towards a global metamorphosis. Maybe it wasn't so difficult to see because we seem to be going in a very destructive direction as a collective. And if we didn't change our ways, we would destroy the planet. Those of you who understand malignant narcissism understand that narcissistic people don't typically change. And we live in a very narcissistically oriented society. So change can't happen until something major comes in and dismantles our current structure, the very paradigm we've been living in for ages. That dismantling is upon us. We're currently in the midst of a global pandemic, extreme lockdowns, an intense political environment, police brutality, riots, increased violence, major job loss, economic collapse, increase in drug and alcohol abuse, increase in domestic violence, high rates of suicide, high rates of divorce, major forest fires, destructive weather patterns, and global warming, to name a few. To say we're not being personally affected by these issues would be extreme denial. We're all connected and we are all experiencing the suffering of the global economic and environmental conditions as well as the lack of humanity that's being displayed by so many people and political leaders. So many people are taking their fear and hostility out on others. People have had to die alone because family were not allowed to enter the hospitals to be by their side. 
Our elderly are left alone in nursing homes, not allowed to have a family visit. Some people may say, Kalia, this is necessary to prevent the spread of the virus. But perhaps the people who say this did not, like a close friend of mine, have to helplessly stand outside a window while her mother lay dying, knowing her mother's worst fear was to die alone. Something's really wrong with this picture. I've had people write to me and tell me that I should stick with what I know and not talk about world events or issues around the pandemic. Please keep in mind that the name of my podcast is Pandora's Box. Pandora is the mortal woman who was given a box and told she must never open it. When she finally gave in to her temptation and opened the box, the evils of the world were unleashed and Pandora could not put the contents of the box back in. I chose this name for my podcast because it has been my mission to explore the dark side of humanity and how we are affected by it, as well as provide insight, tools, and information for healing from the abuse that has run rampant in our society. With the lid off Pandora's box, the darkness of our society is being exposed unlike any other time. We're living in the age of transparency, where all that was hidden is now coming to light. Many of what we call conspiracy theories are actually truths that the mainstream of society doesn't want to look at or doesn't want for us to know. Why? Because if we were to really understand some of the truly dark and sinister agendas that are taking place in our world, we couldn't stay in denial. We would have to wake up. And waking up often does involve a dark night of the soul. We must be willing to see what has up until now remained unseen. If we go back to the Holocaust, the World War II genocide of the European Jews that took place between 1941 and 1945, people didn't want to believe that something like this was possible. I mean, who would participate in something this horrific. Many people closed their eyes and pretended it wasn't happening, but that didn't change the reality that it was happening. There have been many incidences of horrific crimes against humanity at the hands of psychopathic political leaders who were so polluted by their own sense of superiority that they believed it gave them the right to cleanse the world of those they deemed inferior. We're dealing with this kind of political corruption today, but many turn a blind eye and still believe our governments are protecting us. Some areas are worse than others. In the Philippines, I read a story about somebody being shot dead for not wearing a mask. In Australia, People are being arrested for posting information about a peaceful protest on Facebook, for not wearing a mask, and for leaving their homes for more than an hour a day. They're being held prisoner in their homes and all of their personal freedoms and rights taken away. 
Their borders are closed and there are checkpoints preventing anyone from leaving the severely restricted areas. I have a client in this area who has been painfully affected by this extreme imprisonment. Yes, we are in a global dark night of the soul. Not just one country is affected. All countries are affected. All people are affected. As above, so below. As outside, so inside. What is happening out there in the world is also happening within us. The fear in the collective is felt by all of us, whether we're aware of it or not. We don't know how bad it's going to get. We don't know what's coming. When faced with the dark night of the soul, we're faced with our shadow, the part of us that is hidden in the unconscious. We face our deepest fears and insecurities. We face our shame, our guilt, and the feelings we've spent a lifetime running from. We bring what is hidden in the darkness to light, and this is the process of enlightenment. The reason I love to talk about the dark night of the soul is not that I love to talk about the darkness, it's that I love the metamorphosis process. I love the process of awakening, and this is part of the process of the dark night of the soul. An awakening is necessary on a human level in order to survive as a species. And this is not just me making a psychic prediction. Scientists tell us that we're in the sixth mass extinction on the planet, with millions of species on the verge of extinction and billions already gone extinct. The extinction is being attributed to human overpopulation and consumption. The way we've been living is no longer sustainable. Yet we're both in extreme denial and resistance to change. So it seems nature is forcing a dismantling of the old ways, giving us an opportunity for rebirth. For many years, I've known we needed to shift or get off the planet. That shift is happening ever so slowly, but not fast enough to prevent the extinction. So we will find ourselves up against some pretty major evolutionary changes that will challenge us both individually and collectively. The individual process is the most important right now because as each one of us commit to facing our own shadow and are willing to do things differently, it will have a global impact. But we need to awaken to the realization that we are in grave danger and do indeed need to shift. Time's up. We simply have no more time to waste. The dark night of the soul normally happens when the life we've been living begins to dismantle. We experience a great deal of loss. It may be brought on by loss of a primary relationship, loss of a job, loss of our home, death of a loved one, a major illness, or a combination of all of these things. 
Often, the dismantling isn't just in one area of our life. It affects all areas of our life. We may experience everything in our life beginning to dismantle as we grasp for something familiar to hold on to. If we can't find anything to grasp onto, we may experience ourselves falling deeply into the abyss. When I was in my last dark night of the soul, I wrote a song called Descending Deeper. The lyrics of the chorus were descending deeper, deeper into the darkness, descending deeper, deeper into the abyss. I knew what it was to keep descending deeper into the pain, the fear, the core wounds, the loss, and the sense that my life was completely falling apart because it was. My song Descending Deeper was asking me to surrender to the process and allow myself to go deep into the abyss that facilitated the death, metamorphosis, and rebirth. The process of ascension talked about by Christianity and metaphysics must first begin with a descension into the darkness of our own being, our own psyche. We need to face the dragon before we can ascend into the light. There's light at the end of the tunnel, but we must travel through darkness first, and it's always darkest before the dawn. We may hear about the dawn of a new humanity, but we don't often hear about the darkness that befalls humanity first. We can't have the birth of a new humanity until we have the death of the old. The metamorphosis process involves a death and a journey into the dark night. This is the time where the caterpillar's body melts away into a mass of goo. It's no longer a caterpillar and not yet a butterfly. There's a war between the resistant cells and the new cells that arrive on the scene called the imaginal cells. You've heard me talk about this before if you've listened to previous podcasts. The resistant cells when part of the caterpillar knew what their job was. Now they're fighting for their survival. They're fighting for things to remain the same. But it's already too late for this. The resistant cells are resistant to change. They fight against it. They long to get back to normal, back to that caterpillar. The imaginal cells are the cells that carry the blueprint for the butterfly. When they first show up on the scene, the resistant cells try and fight them off. They attack them. They try to eliminate them. And they're successful at first. But then the imaginal cells multiply. They become greater in numbers. And they cluster together to become stronger. Eventually, they're able to fight off the attacks from the resistant cells that eventually die out. Now, this is nature's way. The resistant cells are meant to die out because they are resistant to change. They are fully vested in keeping things the same as it always was. And evolution can't happen if things remain the same. 
transformation is necessary. We've been in this transformational process for a very long time now. It's simply picking up speed and now it's happening very rapidly. As I work with clients who come from dysfunctional families, we talk about how the dysfunction within a family unit is passed down from generation to generation. This is an ancestral wound that continues to be inflicted upon the next generation. And then there was the recovery movement, the self-help movement, and the rapid expansion of different modalities of therapy designed to help people to overcome their ancestral wounds. As a result, people began to stop the patterns from repeating and change the course of humanity from a severely wounded, emotionally detached, addicted species to one who is healing and growing beyond our former selves. Now, of course, we haven't achieved that healed state yet. We're in the process of it. But in the past, these things were not looked at, these issues that we had in our humanity, the alcoholism, the drug addiction, the, all the different addictions, the way that we handled our wounds. These were not addressed. Now we're beginning to really look at these kinds of things and do something about it. And we have modalities that help us to heal. As a collective, we're becoming very aware of the narcissism on the planet, which we didn't really know existed until a few decades ago. It's rapidly becoming more known and understood. We're becoming aware of this population of people who lack empathy and seem to enjoy hurting and destroying the lives of others. We're seeing this narcissistic energy in our families, our social circles, our churches, our corporations, and in our political leadership. It's a very destructive energy that can't remain on the planet as we evolve into our new sustainable forms. It's through the global dark night of the soul that the narcissism in ourselves and on the planet is confronted. We need to understand that we've been living in a very narcissistic society. This doesn't mean that we're all malignantly narcissistic, but it is the energy of malignant narcissism that has been controlling the masses through a type of hypnosis. And any of you who've been involved in relationships with malignant narcissists understand that hypnosis. We've been conditioned to believe that how we are perceived by others is the most important thing. We need to present ourselves a certain way to the world. We need to have certain achievements, wealth, fame, and beauty to achieve the greatest amount of attention and admiration. It's our conditioning that tells us what is admirable and what is not. We're even told what to eat and hypnotized into believing that our superiority makes it okay to destroy billions of animals per year for our personal consumption and enjoyment, and also to believe that it's okay to rape and pillage the earth that we live on. 
We're hypnotized into believing that our health can be maintained through medical intervention rather than a high-quality, clean lifestyle. We're under a type of mass hypnosis that is being brought to our awareness quite rapidly as people begin to wake up to what is really happening beyond the illusions we've been living under. The very sad and important truth for all of us to realize is that if we don't wake up, we will go extinct along with the rest of the species on the planet. It's no longer about leaving our problems to the next generation because we are the next generation. How many people have I heard say this year, 2020, is the most difficult year in their history? Because this is the year that the global dismantling has begun. It may look like the government's taking control of the people in order to prevent a certain outcome, but there's so much more going on beneath the surface of our awareness. The death process has begun. It will be more and greater. This isn't just a phase that we're passing through that will be over soon and everything will get back to normal. The caterpillar is dissolving and the resistant cells are battling the imaginal cells. There's a war going on, and we are only at the beginning. Now, I don't say this to bring fear. The fear is already there. It's already upon us. I say this in order to bring you a new vision of humanity, to give you the vision, the courage, and the strength to traverse the global dark night of the soul with a conscious understanding of what is taking place. You won't find this information in the mainstream media. They're too busy propagating fear. I'm talking about a choice that we all have. Once again, we must shift or get off the planet. The old ways are no longer sustainable, and that's a fact. Do you choose to align with the imaginal cells that are forming the new body, the new human? Or do you choose to take the path of the resistant cells fighting with anyone who has a different view or belief than you do? When in our personal metamorphosis process, the dark night of the soul, we will often be at war with our old beliefs and values. We come up against our old ways of being, our fears, and we must often grieve the losses of what we need to release in order to go forward. There is an internal struggle as much as there is an external one. And often those external struggles simply mirror our internal ones. As we traverse this dark night of the soul, we're challenged on so many different levels. We must face our inner dragons and our outer ones. We must come up against the narcissist within and the ones out there. We need to learn to stop worshiping money, power, and beauty. And we need to learn to stop worshiping fame. We need to learn to stop worshiping the false confidence of the narcissist, those false idols talked about in the Bible.
We need to return to a simpler way of life, one that is no longer steeped in consumerism and procreation. Nature itself is stepping in to help us evolve and adapt. So we need to align ourselves with this process instead of resist against it. We can't separate what we call God and nature. I believe there's a plan to give us a chance to evolve and become the new humanity, perhaps even a superhuman who is much more conscious, aware, and capable because we've unlocked the mysteries that are within us. We've reconnected with our souls and brought the collective soul back to humanity. In the new reality, we've reconnected with our souls and brought the collective soul back to humanity. Love is now the most important value and war is no longer part of our reality. We no longer need to fight or kill animals or each other because nature provides us with an abundance of what we need, including healthy food, clean air, and clean water. We no longer have to toil and labor for our livelihood as we simply live upon the earth, allowing others to simply live. The pyramid of wealth has crumbled and the distribution of the goods and services necessary for our survival is available to all. Only those of us who are truly ready to be parents can conceive and the village raises our children with the values of love, respect, and connection to our soul. Artistic expression and creativity are given their rightful place in the world as the soul of humanity has been restored. This is the world that I want to live in. How about you? It wouldn't be possible to get from here to there without a major dismantling of our old ways. So this isn't a magical transformation. This is a process. And this is where we are now. You will see this more and more as we move forward. And if you understand that it's necessary for the old ways to be dismantled and you align with the world that is coming into being, the rebirth rather than the death, you will find it much easier to get through this dark night. Remember, however, that the dark night of the soul is really the soul's journey through darkness to the light of self-awareness. The dark night comes upon us when it's time for us to become more fully aware and live a life that is more true to ourselves and our deepest soul's calling. It is the soul that holds the blueprint for the life we are morphing into. When we learn to tap in and be true to the soul's calling, we really can't go wrong. This is the beauty of the process. It may be painful at times because we must let go of what has outgrown its form. But it's also beautiful because we're stepping into our most powerful, magical, mystical form that will transport us to the world we all want to be a part of.
one that is ruled by love, peace, and goodwill towards men and women. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about my work, you can visit me at NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next podcast.